All right, guys, so welcome to Average Adventuring Party, Episode 6, where, during editing, we've discovered that the filler phrase, uh, like, and you know, appears roughly five times as frequently as the next most used word. Uh. Uh. <laughs> no. Like, totally. Um. It's, it's happened so frequently that I can actually recognize the waveform for each of us saying uh and just clip it out balls. beforehand <laughs> without even having to listen to it. I'm going to say balls instead of um from now on. Make your life a little more interesting. That's right. We're, uh, welcome to Average Adventuring Party where I get paid to clip Steve's balls. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. It's a mess down there. <laughs> I chose this. I, I chose this. And you should be grateful for it. I mean, you should be grateful that I brought him down here. So, when last we left off, uh, last episode was purely a combat episode. These guys fell asleep and woke up to basically everyone in the inn being murdered. Murder most foul. Uh, Well, murder most reptilian, certainly. Indeed. Uh, By these snake-faced guys who proceeded to spray poison all over them, uh, stab them, get stabbed... And where we left off is a couple of them fleeing out the front of the the inn, the party hearing all kinds of fighting noises outside, maybe going to step outside and taking a look to see a bunch of the mountaineer guard with crossbows and swords having cut down the ones who escaped. We kind of touched on it briefly, but every one of these that you guys killed, when they hit the ground, their robes disappeared, their robes stayed in place, their bodies disappeared. And uh, they turned into small little masses of snakes that just wiggled their way out. Ardith stomped quite a few of them. Because, ew! And that's pretty much what you see outside. The, the Mountaineer Guards cuts these guys down, they hit the dirt, and then immediately turn into little piles of snakes. In the recovery, can Iacus uh, go check on the uh, innkeeper? Iacus mm-hmm. uh, goes to check on the innkeeper, and she is stone dead. She had a knife planted directly into her spine about neck level. There's not a lot bringing bringing people back from that. Indeed. All of her little cabbage people are uh, exploded all over the place. Including Shinara's? Uh, no, Shinara's is in her room. Save one. <laughs> all of the patrons, aside from you guys, are dead. Having had their throats slit or having been bitten... While they were sleeping, I'll go find and loot that dwarf. <laughs> uh, you, no, not really. You find the dwarf. He is. He is. He is stone dead. <laughs> Take his dagger. No, no. Now you can struggle him. <laughs> That's no, true. No, no, he's not warm anymore. Well, he wasn't he warm wishes, to begin with. So. Uh, fair enough. He wishes he had snuggled you. Yeah. So, so consistency and warmth has not changed. Yeah. Shinara comes out. She's still got her knife in her hand looks around and goes I vote we all sleep together next time. Seconded. Still the middle of the night. Seconded. Yeah. So am I awake yet? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Iokis yeah, uh, was able to, to shake off everything and Galdrin was able to get you up and going. You've been stabbed a lot. <laughs> yeah. All of you, really. Some of you have been Burned and poisoned. I have a complex now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Galdrin feels pretty pretty okay. Honestly, he didn't. Hey, take Galdrin, the, come here. 
No. Uh, no okay, someone's got to tend to Suna's wounds. Uh, so he, he's, come on, come on, Suna. Show me, show me where, show me your wounds. We gotta clean you up a bit. Get infected. I'm gonna strip down. All right, all right. Don't I mean, look. Fur. Yeah, it's not. You don't have anything Galdrian hasn't seen on a like just a plain old normal fox running through the woods. So. Uh, he's, he's gonna I, spend I some know. time. I, I might have a little bit of boobs. No, okay, okay. Well, you have six of them. I mean, hopefully that not. Would be cool. But uh, Delrian's gonna spend some time tending to Suna's wounds, and because she a definitely. Pack of yeah. <laughs> he's so gonna tend to everybody's wounds except you know Shannara because she didn't get hurt. Yeah, Shannara will help tend wounds basically by uh, either offering criticisms to what you're doing or offering you little dabs of healing potion yeah un- unstable uh, potions for you to like dab onto deep stuff so did we kill them all no a few of them got away but I think the guards got the rest of them yeah a couple of the mountaineer guards come in and commander Proudscream, he comes in he's basically in his underwear <laughs> like just in a loincloth and uh, he's got a big axe in each hand <laughs> and he's got his helmet on and he uh, looks around, uh, sees one of those snakes, and then just gives it a stomp and a twist. He calls over a page and says, We've got to start filing a report! The guy pulls out a, a quill, and they start going around to the different bodies and looking for identification. Can we uh, identify these? That's too silver a body, right? Uh, <laughs> he, he looks up and says, I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> we, can, we cannot suffer these monsters to live any further. No, agreed, but we need pay. Oh, now you want to get jobs. Was one of them Klein? Didn't anybody see Klein? I saw a lot of snake people. I did not see any tall, statuesque women with, with broadswords. You, you saw one who had a ghostly greatsword that matched what you remember Klein being, and... She's not there. It's one of the ones that ran off, right? Yes. Yeah. I told you we should have killed her. Well, no. She was here. <clears throat> yep. Well, I think if we would have killed her, we probably would have uh, had a very difficult time defending ourselves in the eyes of the law. I mean... But now we know. So why... But she was evil and going to kill people. Yes, but how would we have proven that? One of the guard comes in, he's got something in his hands, and he walks right up to Proud Scream, whispers something in his ear, which is quite a sight, because, you know, this guy's normal size in Proud Scream. So he's got to, like, bend over to here. And then the guy turns around and points at all of you. Uh, Proud Scream mm-hmm. takes what's in his hand. It looks like a piece of paper. We are about to be blamed anyways. Looks at the scribe. Says... Continue investigating. And then walks over to you, Galdrian. Commander? Care to explain this? He hands you a note. Look at the note. It's written in uh, some kind of language that, like, literally someone has translated and written above it. And it describes all of you perfectly. It describes Shinara, it describes Erethus, and it describes the statue and says to eliminate you all 
and bring the statue to the cave to the south. Where is Arethus? You look around, Arethus is nowhere near you. He's not among the dead. He's not among the dead. Is his statue anywhere near us? You do not see Mm. his statue. Is his bags and things anywhere? You do not see that either. I'm afraid I don't know what this is about, but I have a feeling I might know who would. We had a companion accompanying us on our patrol. There was something unusual about him. He was this individual with a statue. He stayed at the tavern here last night, but I don't see him anywhere. We went our separate ways. I think it's best we take you all into protective custody. Protective mm. custody is, is, is the operative word here, everyone. I think protective is much better than... Arrested? Uh, yes, yes. Where I'm from, it's the same thing. Yeah. That's because they take you in to protect other people from you. No, I'm the protector. I disagree. Yes, well, uh, it would be best for us to, uh, to cooperate and share any information that we have, little as it may be, but also, uh, also try to figure out what's happening. So I disagree. They're going to think we're crazy if we share them, share with them everything. Point of fact, worst case, I can show them all the ways they can't hold me. They're like, therefore, can't hold all of you. Uh, and I would also like to add that they just saw a bunch of people die and turn into snakes. Is that correct, Commander? Yes. So I think their tolerance for uh, Have you seen disbelief... that before? No. I think their tolerance for disbelief has uh, risen considerably. Also note, stab wounds. Multiple, multiple stab wounds. Oh, that looks painful. We it should is. get you checked out. Please. And he... But points towards the door. That way. We can trust the commander. He's a good man. Does he always talk like that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically just below a parade yell at all times. Oh. Which I am not going to do yeah, uh, because don't. I don't want to blow out the microphone. <laughs> or your throat. Yeah. We can trust the commander. He's he, he's a good man. You are too trusting. I didn't ever trust uh, Klein. You let her go. We just said we didn't want to kill her immediately. Uh, Commander. We could have followed her out and killed her. Commander, allow me to raise a hypothetical with you. Uh, Let's say that that we had suspected that someone was a little strange and then just murdered that person without any proof whatsoever. Uh, We would have gone to prison for that, yes? He, He looks you up and down. He goes... I don't understand what hypothetically means. Uh, this, this is not something that happened, but it's something that could have happened. <laughs> Are you admitting guilt? <laughs> no. Not suspicious uh, at all. <laughs> no. There, nothing did happen, but if something had happened, we would have gone to jail for it, yes? Most likely. There you go. We could have hid the body. Followed her outside, killed her, and just you hid say the body. that like we have so much spare luck on our hands. I mean, well, we're the only ones who survived in this building. Really? <laughs> there, there's our, our luck. Shannara disappears for a second, comes back with all her stuff on her staff. It's like all I heard was protective custody, and I like that idea. 
You got your little buddy? She, uh, like, flips around and there's a cabbage also hanging from her bindle. Good job. Well, at least that one survived. That was a hell of a way to wake up, just pop, pop, pop. Food exploding everywhere. I like food. That's a dream. No! It's wasted food. Uh, Uncle Moo, uh, I guess. That was, that was a neat trick you did with the golden, uh, golden shimmering light and punching that... I didn't know you could do that. I've always done that. No, you haven't. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yes. Did you learn something while we were gone or something? No. Stop being so random. I guarantee this is always random. Well, you're calling me random. Yeah, I've always done this. I think he's lost a few screws. Well, he did get stabbed a lot. Yeah. No, actually, it was mostly the. uh, the I inhaled a lot of poison. Oh, he got stabbed a lot. He he inhaled a lot of poison. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll we'll go with you, uh, Commander. Uh, we're just going to fetch the rest of our things. And somebody should have said, "Don't breathe." I'm like, no. I don't think that was the problem. <laughs> yep. He he lets you fetch your things and then gestures, basically back towards the, the barracks. I might get dressed. Yeah. Well, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> would appreciate that. When. Uh, when he gets you over there, there's there's a couple of priests nearby who who are more than willing to tend to you. And he, he stops and just like bodily grabs a couple of recruits and brings them over and then squats down to their level. Don't take your eyes off of them. And he points at you guys. They look at you, go to look back, and he just takes their head and swivels it back to look at you. They go to look at him again. Swivels it back, and this happens two or three times before finally he's like, "Don't take your eyes off of them." As they're looking away, and he's turning them, I want to hide. <laughs> and unfortunately, there's nowhere for you to hide <laughs> behind Galdrian. <laughs> That's we true. I am the tallest you. one beside him. Yeah, no, you you crouch behind Galdrian, and there's still you know, Damn. like like a foot of fur on either side of him. <laughs> the three of us can hide I'm behind gonna you. Put, I'm gonna pretend to be a rug. <laughs> Proud Scream leaves. He he left Galdrian with that note, and you can see, look out any given window and see him over there, um, directing an investigation. So I'm gonna walk up to one of the priests and ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you guys have a lot of snake worshippers in this area? No. 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 That's a peculiar and. Odd question to ask. Well, they all just turned into snakes. He points at one of the dragon spawn that's in the guard. Some of his type turn into stone when they die, so not the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But they had like worship outfits on. Well, now that's just an unfair comparison. Robes are quite common in most parts of the world. Uh huh. Well, uh, I mean, not saying that that religious worshippers don't wear robes, but that's a, an outdated stereotype. That has there ever been any type of snake worshippers in this area? In this area? Yeah. I, I mean, the caldera is pretty big. Okay. That's a difficult question to answer. Ah, why? In this I don't, area? I don't know every person in the caldera. Okay, but you've heard stories. I mean, Has there been any stories of snake worshippers in the area? No. Anything uh, you can 
tell me about an onyx statue of a man with a shield with a dragon's eye on it. One second. That's another oddly specific question. <laughs> He's like flipping through a, a sketchbook, finding a blank page, and she's going to start sketching that thing real quick. While she's doing that, can you fix this? <laughs> yeah. He, he come, the other one comes over and starts bandaging you up. I need to... I mean, me three, but I can wait. Yeah, as you start sketching this, he kind of steps over your shoulder and is like, "Oh, that's pretty, it's very yeah. detailed." Yes, this is this is the statue they're talking about. Oh no. Okay. Well, uh, it was worth a shot. I figured that uh, that men of learning, such as yourself, may have uh, read of some legends or something like that. Um, Cares about that? What about the snake people? I mean, we have to understand. They're related somehow. Yes, they they clearly are after this thing. They may have actually gotten it. Are the recruits still looking at us? Yeah. Okay. They're like they're not looking at anything. They're not scanning the area. Two of these guys are just staring at all of you at all times. Should we do a little dance? No, I think you uh, should go over to that corner, and I'll go over to this corner. <laughs> I'm just going to like stare at one of them, like stare him down, and start flipping knives. Shannara is uh, taking some notes, and you see her pull out that that potion mm-hmm. um, that you guys found out in the in the savannah and she like dips a finger to it and writes 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 dips a finger and tastes it writes writes like pulls something out of her pack and you know divides it into these like little bitty vials and you know starts adding like some powders to one and shaking it up and watching it change colors and you know she puts like some big claw in the other one and shakes it up and watches it change colors and takes some notes analyzing or improving she uh looks up and goes replicating awesome I have some thoughts. Galdrin, if you could do something about some arcane components, that would be helpful. And then she continues writing what she's writing. Right, uh, make a list, and uh, I'll, I'll... She just reaches over. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like she hadn't already done yeah, it? She, yeah, she already had one. Iacus in the corner is just going to sit down and meditate, like, calm down a mm-hmm. little bit, chill. That's pretty much how the night passes. At some point, Shannara just, like, leans over against Ardith, mm-hmm. falls asleep. Pat, pat. Uh, sleep enough to get full health back? Um, I'll say you can get your health back. But not recoveries. But not recoveries and not any expended dailies. dailies. Okay. Huh. I don't even have any dailies. Good for you. At some point, Shannara like, literally jolts awake. And lets out a small scream, and then looks around. Sorry, unintentional side effect of one of the components I, I tasted. You okay, hon? Yeah. Yeah? Yes? Do you need to cuddle with someone? She's already cuddling with the artist. There's, there's a bull. Yeah, Un- Uncle Moo is over here if you want to feel more protected. She, uh, she gets up and does just, like, go climb in Iacus's lap. Still meditating, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yes. Is he chanting or snoring? Both. <laughs> yeah, she goes over and just, like, curls up in his lap. The The guards change. You guys are pretty much left alone until you hear uh, some people start calling out for, like, the morning routes and, and all that hubbub out in the, the courtyard. Do we want to do this again? Uh, I don't even know if they're going to let us go yet point. Should we try them? I don't know. Let's see how their investigation has gone. Uh, excuse me. 
Yes, hello, hello. How long are we to remain here in protective custody? You have been most gracious hosts, but uh, but eventually we will need to eat. And Oh, Commander Proudscream said uh, whenever you felt like leaving, he just wanted to speak with you first. Oh, oh all right. Is, how's everyone doing? You all rested up? Yep. Peachy. All right. Suna, Suna, are you feeling better? No, we did not kill her. I'm we could have stopped this from happening. That means we get a second chance to kill her. If we find her. Well, that's assuming that the <laughs> guards didn't already do the job for us. They seem very interested in us. If they're still alive, we're, we're going to find them. Or possibly they're the Jimmy Dark could have got them. Ooh, let's go patrol. See if we can find her body. Well, uh... I mean, it's a plan. Shannara wakes up and goes, um, Are we... Are we... Are we deciding something to do for the day? Yes. We're going to go on another patrol. Those uh, arcane components you need aren't going to buy themselves. I'll go get the route, and I'll go talk to Brown Street. Not for nothing, but, um... You know, Mom always said, if someone's opposing you, you, you take it out at the source, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can, can I see that thing from last night? Which thing? The, the note. I go ahead and hand her the note. And she just like looks at it, hands it back to you. Says, what about there? Can we get a patrol to there? Points at it. Is there a location on there? Well, it says there's a cave in the south. Sure. I'll go ask. Yeah. Like a shot. Back to plan A. So it's not for nothing, but I don't want to keep looking over my shoulder for the rest of the time we're here. I would How like long are we going to be here, Galdrian? You can walk in front of me. You won't see anything then. I figure as long as we... Uh, as long as we need to to settle this and then we can be on our way. Hmm. Uh, so speaking of which, uh, I'm new to the group. Where exactly is on our way to? Well, uh, I was thinking uh, I had come... In the cold air or in the world? No, I haven't seen all of the world yet, but uh, there's, there's still uh, some places I would like to go, but you know, I've always, uh, I've always wanted to go to the north. Okay. This is what he's like. Eh, well, you know, I can live with this. He, he helped me out last night. Mm-hmm. I was really hurting. I just want to know that he has some general idea, and now I know he doesn't. So I can work with that. Yes, well, uh, I, I can travel with you to my forest. Yes, we should see that forest. I, I was just proving that I could make this mountain climb. Yeah, some shot. Yeah. I would I would love Come to go. Caldera, they said. Climb this fuck called tall mountain, they said. It'll be fun. And learn said. humorous, they said. Humility. What? Humility. Okay, whatever. Yeah, she, she totally learned it. Yes. See? I'm All right. Totally. I'm, I'm going to go speak with Commander Proud Scream, who wants to come with I'll come with you. She uh, looks out the. Shannara looks out the window and sees that Commander Proudscreen basically has not changed clothes. He's basically in boots, uh, a loincloth, and his helmet. And she's like, yeah, I'll go with you. <laughs> so, no. uh, come with me. You okay. did this yesterday. You, you, know you too? Stay out of trouble. I'll try to get us the caves. And I'll need you to tell me how you were able to detect that, uh, that R. 
duplicitous friend Klein was not who she appeared to be. So when I come back, we'll have a discussion about that. Sure. Did that make her decline? <laughs> so Galdrian is going to take the two sisters over to uh, the commander. The commander sees uh, sees you guys approaching. Uh, he halts his column of troops that he is he's running, and it turns around to them and uh, says, "Run in place," and then turns back. He's kind of jogging in place. Good morning. Morning, Commander. Uh, we are. We have determined that uh, if we are being targeted, perhaps it would be best if we uh, if we make ourselves scarce from the population so as to draw them away. Uh, to that end, uh, we are uh, thinking of taking a patrol route that will take us near this area to deal with the problem ourselves, especially since we don't have the statue on us that they're in that they're seeking, so absolute worst case, if they kill us they just kill us and don't get the statue You're going to patrol what area? Uh, well, uh, there's there's a cave to the south, isn't there? There's a bunch of caves to the south Which one in particular? Hmm Shinara She pokes her head around Yes. <laughs> you, uh... I'm sorry, I was distracted, Galdrian. <laughs> By which one? Oh, Shana, don't, was it Proud or Scream? <laughs> Shinara. How uh, did you know what I've named my axes? <laughs> uh, could you, uh... Could you point us in the direction of, uh, uh... Of where we're hoping to get a patrol? She, uh... Like, licks a finger and holds it up. <laughs> Looks around, looks at Ardith, and goes, Which way south? <laughs> okay, the sun just came up, right? Yeah. So Ardith points. Ardith points south? Yes. Shinara, like, hmm, hmm, I think it's that way. <laughs> we figure uh, it would be a good place for us to start searching for the culprits behind this attack. Well, we don't have any patrols that way. But you're more than welcome to go. There's uh, nothing out there but tundra and things that live in caves in the side of the mountain. Sounds like a fun time. Mm, yes. Uh, well, if we manage to uh, find any of these cultists and manage to uh, bring anything back, uh, I'll, or find anything, I'll be certain to let you know. He actually like is looking up when you when you say this. You know, something catches his eye and he's jogging in place. And he lets out a whistle, and uh, it, down the road, uh, a couple of blocks, there's this uh, real, kind of average height, but real burly, bald guy. And when he whistles, that guy turns around and looks, and proud scream gestures. What fortuitosity! You made up words last night. I'm making up words now. We're even. That man right there, and he points at the bald guy, that's the town butcher. His name is Charles. He knows that area better than anybody else in this town. At which point, you know, this bald guy rocks up, crowd scream, Charles! They just kind of stare at each other for a second. (laughs) 
did you need something in particular? And Proud Scream just looks at you guys. Oh, uh, yes, uh, we are heading to the south uh, in search of a cave where some cultists may be hiding out. And uh, the commander says you're familiar with the area? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know a thing or two. Anything, any uh, useful information you can tell us uh, about the caves? Uh, any points of interest? Why don't we step into my office and we'll, we'll talk. Hey guys, uh, they said they don't have any routes that way. Well, we're about to make up one. Okay. With the commander's approval. I could get us a really good one another way. Do we need money? This is less about money than it is about uh, settling some scores and getting some justice. And you get to kill Klein. Yes. Oh, I'm in. There you go. Proud scream continues to jog in place. Suna, could you tell the commander everything you know about uh, about Klein and how you were able to deduce her true form? No. No. Please. <laughs> Okay, I'm really not crazy, but you see, I was sent a sign. I I uh, I protect, and this this blue light led me to where Klein Hold was. Hold on, and he just screams out, "Scribe!" And someone comes <laughs> running up to him, says, "You tell him, he'll write it down." And then, can you even read to read it? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. I can sum- summarize for you. A little blue light showed me that she was a snake person. Where was this blue light? Three blocks that way. Was it a torch or something? Yes. Was that mean that it was a torch or <coughs> it was something? It was a little blue light that went into a torch. And when she walked through that torch's light, I could see that she was a snake person. Prod Scream turns to the scribe and says, I like this group. I don't even have to ask any questions. (laughs) Should we go check out that torch and see if it's still a blue light? Uh, Or see if it's weird? You go check that out with... uh... Hey, I kiss. Remember where we were last night? Yeah. Let, let's go back. I will check out that torch. With, and I will speak with Charles in his office, which I'm certain is uh, is very, very lovely and very appetizing. And sanitized. Okay. Alright. So we're going to go check out that torch. I'm trying to keep Ayakis away from the beef. <laughs> yeah, that could get weird. I eat beef. <laughs> That's weird. Cannibal, are you? You moo what you moo. So do I remember where this torch was? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to look at the torch. Yeah, they haven't taken the torches down, but it looks like a burned-out torch. Doesn't look any different. I'm going to try to touch it. Is it hot? Uh, you know, it's probably still got the embers in there, so yeah. Do any of the embers look blue? Mm-mm. Yeah, this, this torch didn't look any different than any of the others yesterday. A blue light went into it mm-hmm. last night. That's what I was following. Well, I just thought you were drunk. So I'm going to look around. Mm-hmm. 
there any type of mice, rats? Um, yeah, you'll probably find some vermin somewhere. Can, can I do my nature talking? Sure. How does, how does nature talk work? A druid can talk with a non-hostile animal or plant for a short time. Conversations are simple and they feature and the feature doesn't really increase the plant or animal's brain power. Okay. So talking with animals about things like are there other scary two-leggers around here is probably the limit. <laughs> yeah. You call over to one of the little the little mice. Uh-huh. Comes up into your hand. And and I'm going to ask are you it if it to eat that. No. I'm going to ask it if it saw a light. A bright blue light. And it looks around, like does a circle. Last night. Just during sit, During the night. Sits down in your hand, shakes its head no. Did it see any snakes? No. Did it smell any snakes? Oh, did it smell any? Yes. It smelled snakes? Yes. Does he still smell snakes? Yes. Can you show me where? Or which, at least which way? Lead me towards it? Not all the way. Like, you put it down, and it basically walks the path that Klein walked. Back the way she was, like, yeah, it, the it, way she was coming the way she from? Was, where she was coming from, yeah. Okay. Where, where does it go? It leads you out onto one of the main roads, which is now full of people. And then it turns around and scurries back into the wall. Are you finally following the mouse? It smelled snakes, and I asked which way the snake went. Clever. So this is the way she came. Is this south? Yeah, we'll say it's probably heading from the south. I'll bet you they find out that we're supposed to head this way, to whatever those caves are that they want us to go to. Probably. Well, I'm not taking that bit. We'll, we'll cut to uh, Galdrian. Did, did Ardith go with him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shannara probably stayed behind at the barracks. <laughs> probably got a little extra. You stay here, you don't cause any trouble, or I will come kick your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, stay out of trouble watching the boys. That's just, yeah, listen, there's there's a whole group of guys over there. They're, they've got plenty of eyes on me. It's fine. Uh-huh. Okay, so oh, almost, almost don't have anything else on you. Oh, yeah, yes, father. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so we'll cut to, to Galdrian and Ardith in, in this butcher shop. And it's appointed, as you would think, for for a butcher. It's a large building. The back end of it's open. And he has a number of assistants, like, cutting up meat. He takes you into his office, which has a couple of different animal skulls like on display. And he gestures for you to sit down. I just want you to know that... I don't uh, owe Commander Proudscream any favors. I uh, find it most unlucky that he happened to see me on my way and drag me into whatever it is that you're going about. But I'm not an unreasonable man. So you want information about some of the caves in the south uh, up here by Overlook, correct? That's the idea? I find myself in a bit of a conundrum. All right. Two of my assistants are under the weather, shall we say, after one of my plans fell through. I'm really missing a lot of work with them. Let's just cut to the chase and say you make it worth my time. I 
well, let's say over the last few days have lost about, I don't know, 500 silver worth of business. So if you wanted to make that up, I think I would be more than willing to share my, um, how you would say, encyclopedic knowledge of the area with you. And uh, how precisely would I do that? Would I, uh, would you want me to uh, sing us a jaunty song outside your shop and bring in the customers? Well, it depends. Are you a man of bravery and skill or a man of means? Well, I am a, a man of bravery and skill, yes, but I am also a man of great, uh, of great persuasion. I have a little side project going that would be far more profitable than simply just making back the money that, uh, don't get me wrong, if you're willing to pay handsomely, I would certainly provide you with a map and some instructions. What kind of job do you want us to do? To the point, right. Yes. Uh, she does have What knives. do you know about animal husbandry? Very little. It's not my area. In a nutshell, if you want a bigger animal, you have to find better stock. And I think I found some better stock. Mm-hmm. I just need to bring it here. Mm-hmm. So if you would be willing to capture a large specimen for me, unharmed, mind unharmed. you. I would be more than willing to uh, not only give you the information you're looking for, but I would be willing to uh, give you, say, a pound of bacon any time you, you needed one. All right, all right. Uh, what sort of animal are we talking about here? Uh, well, and he gestures towards one of the skulls. Beef is hard to grow here. You tend to get very tough uh, shaggy animals and that's there's no market for it now goats however there's money in goats and, and there's orneriness in goats yeah but you can breed that out of them mm-hmm. and besides really we just need a good base to start with alright well uh, let's see we need some way to lure it so uh Knowing its diet, uh, knowing what it's attracted to, uh, perhaps uh, perhaps we could speak with your sister, and she might be able to concoct some sort of uh, pheromone. If it's any help, I can tell you exactly where such a specimen might be found. Mm-hmm. Outside of my grazing lands to the north, uh, a couple of miles out, where it starts to turn rocky and slushy, my assistants, unfortunate souls that they were, found a rather territorial specimen up there. And from their description, I, I think that's what we're looking for. I think between Suna and Shannara we might actually have a, a solid game plan here. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, friend who is very gifted with dealing with, uh, with animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we may be able to convince her. Uh, but this information you have needs to be worth our time. Oh, certainly. Well, why don't you tell me what you're looking for, and I'll go back through my maps and journals and see if I can find something. Unfortunately, what we are looking for is less about what and more about who. Uh, let's see. I assume I've taken the note back from mm-hmm. sure. So I go ahead and show him the note, and I say, we're looking for the people who uh, who are looking for us, so to speak, and we have reason to believe that they're holed up somewhere in one of those caves to the south, perhaps. 
Oh, yeah, there's quite a few that could house people. But a lot of them are small or taken over by something or collapsed. I think I could give you a couple of ideas just based on that. All right. Well, uh, if you could uh, get started on that, I'll go ahead and speak with my compatriots. And hopefully next time uh, we speak, I will be uh, bringing you back a very large ornery goat. Sure. Uh, Unharmed. Unharmed. I just want to specify. Yes. I, I have the feeling that if I didn't, something catastrophic would happen. Would you settle for alive and in mostly intact condition? It has to be in breeding condition. Okay. Leave the nuts alone. You can do uh, wonderful things with with, uh, with magic, you know. Why don't you bring the specimen and we'll see where you go from there. And he stands up and says, uh, hold on just a second. And... He calls out for one of his assistants who comes over. He says, just so we have a witness and all, and gives you a firm handshake. Uh, you bring me that, I'll get you what you desire. And we all walk away happy. We may need to get a uh, carriage of some sort. A cart. A cart, yes. I think they're going to give us a carriage. I don't think they can have a carriage up here. You could probably get something from one of the woodworkers. Or the city guard. I think they rent vehicles. Right. Well, uh, I'll go uh, gather up Aikis and Suna. You peel your sister's eyes off of those recruits. I'll try. We'll meet up at the. Uh, we'll meet up at the guard barracks. Okay. You you go find Aikis and Suna. They are staring intently at a lamp. Or at a torch that has burned out. No, we walked off, remember? No. We walked to the edge of town. Oh, that's right. So you 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 see them basically like leaving town like they're going back down the side of the mountain, heading out that way. Uh yes, uh hello. Uh yes, party, uh group, where are you going? The mouse said the snake that Klein was from this way. Yes, uh, there are a lot of caves to the south, and we don't know which one they, they're at. Uh, there's a, a gentleman who is willing to give us some leads on that information, but he has, of course, uh, in a most mercenary fashion, asked that we do something for him first. Is. He wants us to bring him a large goat. For what? For him to... Breed with his other goats. Okay, so not to kill. Not to kill, yes. Okay, that's good. You know animal husbandry. That makes sense. So that should be fairly I easy. probably would too, as a nomad. Yeah. I mean, so. they've, they've all got to take care of what animals they have. So that should be fairly easy. Should be. Uh, However, given our luck lately, I'm willing to bet that we will run into complications, and we can't exclude the possibility that those cultists will attempt to find us. He's always so negative. Yeah, he has been. Must be tough. So, what are your plans to get this goat? Well, I haven't made any plans yet. I was going to consult with you, my very naturally inclined friend who knows a lot about animals 
Well, true story, I actually raised goat, goats growing up. And a lot of times you just have to go in there, grab them by the horns, and pull them with all your strength. Why don't we just ask him if he wants to get laid? I like that idea. Might be easier, but I have a fallback plan. <laughs> right. Don't hurt him. No, I really raise goats. You, that's what you do. <laughs> they right. do not cooperate. So let us uh, let us regroup with Shannara and Ardith, and. Uh, you will need to probably get a wagon of some sort. A very lots of rope. Oh yes, and lots of rope. Lots of rope. If he wants to get laid, he will just follow us. I can tell you, rope can be useful if you if you're getting laid. So, true story. Some people, even though they want to be laid, aren't going to trust random strangers that come up and say, "Hey, you want to get laid?" That's true. So how about so we, we might want a backup plan. How about we don't approach him as a group? Are you going to uh, proposition a goat? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would. Just, just need to know how this is going to go poorly. <laughs> I, I will get my pen and paper out, and I will uh, I will start writing a song about this because this is. Big bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> So by the time Ardith gets back, Shannara has uh, all of the recruits and Commander Proudscream just like hanging out around her. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Ardith walks up, you can see her just like passing out little vials to people. Uh-huh. And then when she sees you, she's like, oh, shop's closed. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ardith goes like walk up to her, swing her arm around her shoulder. She's like, yeah, shop's closed. We have to go get a, a giant fucking goat for the butcher. Four the hours, guys. Four hours. <laughs> Is that a is that a euphemism? No. Well, hey, so check out what I did. What did you do? And she just holds out. So think of like a a large handkerchief mm-hmm. that has been folded up, and she just holds it out, and it's clinging with money. Nice job. Did you actually give them something that will work? Yes. As intended. Wait, as I intended or they intended? Um, <laughs> that says a lot right there. Because I intended it for to, it to make me money. It worked great. <laughs> says, well, they will totally drink things that change the color of their hair as I intended. Okay. Is that what you sold? told them you sold them? I told them that they would stand out in a crowd... And people couldn't help but stop and stare at them after they they drank an attractiveness drought. Some people like colored hair, so this might still work out for them. I'm not technically wrong. No, you're not. I was going to ask you to bat your eyes at some of them to get us the cart so we can put this goat in, but uh, it may, may be time to abort that way. Wait, why do we need a cart and a goat? Is this a Galdrian plan? <laughs> No, actually. Oh. It's just, we have to go get... Then I have utter faith in it. Let's go find a cart. A very large goat. That would be an Iacus plan. And uh, we need to transport it back here, mostly unharmed. Okay, what's my part in all of this? That part is a gathering plan. Oh. I have less faith now. <laughs> he wants to know if you can maybe cook up something with pheromones to make this goat want to actually come with us. And not kill us. Listen... 
people and animals aren't exactly the same thing. Like I said, it's a Galatrin plan. Let me think about it. Let's go find a cart. And we also have Suna, who seems to be also naturally inclined, so... Your plan B. Hmm. Plan C is... Plan B sounds like a great name for something. I just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds better than horny goat juice. Um, You can think on it while we make our way out to wherever this thing is. Yep, so we'll say Ardith and and, uh, Shannara meet you guys with uh, an arbitrarily large cart. Um... I'm going to jump in the cart and say, onward! It's it's like a single horse cart. So it's just got the two poles. Kind of like a rickshaw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know where this is going. <laughs> I think we actually get a horse, too. No. 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 I know how this goes. L- livestock is pretty pretty hard to come by here. If anything, you'd get a goat. Oh, no. I mean, maybe we can talk the, the goat we're going to go get into pulling this. Well, if that's the case, then we need to hide Uncle Moo over here. Because otherwise the goat would wonder why we're not just asking him. I said maybe. No offense, but are goats really that smart? They are that ornery. They're clever, but not smart. Alright, so explain to me again what you want me to do, because I'm still... Also, where are we going? Oh, uh, yes. uh, Well, uh, we are heading towards... The uh, craggy area, and we are going to be trying to retrieve a goat unharmed. Uh, Shnar, uh, I was thinking that in case Suna's not able to uh, not able to convince the goat diplomatically to come with us, that perhaps uh, you might be able to uh, either attract it to us, not 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 sexually. Uh, Or, perhaps, uh, find some way to make it unconscious. There's that. I suppose I could. I mean, Uh, you have that fancy webbing thing we saw you do. Let's chloroform a goat. Well, that's going to take some time. Yeah. Especially if they're angry. Uh Yeah, who wants to bet that's going to happen? So, what kind of food do goats eat? I mean, I know this, so what kind of foods do goats eat? Everything. I would imagine whatever grows out of the ground here. They'll eat... Vegetation. So as we're walking along... Goats don't eat much grass. They eat weeds, they eat bark, they eat everything but grass. (laughs) So as we're walking along, I'm going to try to pick up some stuff and put it in the cart that they would eat. Yep. Make me a uh, good old wisdom check. You could probably add something to that easily. If you have any backgrounds you would like to add. Tell me how they're relevant. Well, I would imagine that my my self-taught chef background, mm-hmm. I would have tried to feed animals, as, seeing as how I love them mm-hmm. and protect them sure. and everything. So I would kind of know what goats, at least what I have fed them, and they seem to have liked. Sure. Horrible mutant fey goats, but yeah. A goat's a goat. <laughs> yeah, no, really, no, really, no, yeah. really no change there. Yeah, yeah. Eleven. Eleven? Um, yeah, you gather up a bunch of aromatics. Um, like you find some wild onions and some like garlic and 
things like that growing, but really nothing, nothing too big. Not a lot. You're heading back out into the tundra. Yeah, but I found find a few. Yeah, and as you as you pass the final checkpoint on the way out of Overlook, uh, the guard like looks over the sky and goes, "Ah, hey, you've probably got about I don't know twelve hours left." I've seen you around. You know the drill. That's right. So, as we leave that last voice station, whatever thing, um, can I start tracking? Tracking what? Goats. Sure. Any type of animal footprints. Because as as we start getting closer, I'm going to try to tell them to hang back a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You uh, you keep an eye out. There's not. I mean, you see a lot of tracks and things like that because you're starting to get into back into the tundra. But after an hour or so, like you can start seeing rams and goats just like up on the the stones. Yeah. So you guys need to start hanging back a little bit and let me try to make friends with with one okay. of them. I'm and awesome. I want y'all to skip. Mostly you. <laughs> I'm just, scaring them. <laughs> I'm gonna hang back though. Like once we get closer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the rope and try and make a rope trap to capture the goat. Um, I'm going to use my time with the centaur as a nomad with the centaurs because I'm gonna assume that they're both four-legged and large animals. I assumed I. So so here's what we're gonna do. Okay. I, I want each of you to roll me initiative. Okay. Just to determine the order that you're gonna go in. I'm going last. Like, that. I'm the very last... Like, a rope trap is the very last backup plan. So, who, who thinks they got the high number? I got 22. 15. Mm-hmm. All right, so who's next? I got this 15. 15. Oh, no. There's a four on the die. <laughs> Uh-oh, so 22. Who's, who's next? 15. 15. Would you roll? Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, I'm gonna die. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ardith and Eldrick. So Same thing as my initiative in the fight last time. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna fuck up. Oh, uh, we, we don't have a list door. long enough <laughs> for that. You say that. Let us count the ways. I have long since borrowed a concept from 4th edition D&D that I really love called the Skill Challenge. So Skill Challenge gives a lot of narrative control to the players in that the the DM sets up a situation and it can be combat-like, it can be skill-like or social or whatever. And you as the players have to basically dictate to me how you are solving the problem and moving it forward. That's done by... In, in initiative order, you guys making skill checks to do things. And I know the DCs, and you need to achieve a certain number of successes before you achieve a certain number of failures. I am further modifying it from the standard D&D 40 rules, and that you cannot utilize the background that you just used. So the turn before, if you mm-hmm. use your self-taught chef, you can't use it the next turn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's going to happen. As you guys are going north, you start breaking into these like rocky, very icy areas, and you can see rams 
and goats just kind of lazing around or grazing, doing their thing. Some of you start to hang back. Ayakas starts pulling out all this rope to start making rope traps. And as you do that, you get this like peculiar sense that things are watching you intently. And you look up and basically every goat head around you is just fixated on you, you guys as a group. That's not creepy or anything. I'm going to give you one reroll that you can use if you tell me how Shannara fits into that reroll. So I'm going to write her down here as a resource. And that is one reroll for the whole party. For Galdrian and Ardith, you have a special mystery reroll. You just tell me when you want to use it, and I will tell you what it is. So, first up is Suna. You see all of these things looking at you. And we'll say up there, maybe a quarter of a mile away, is clearly a very, very large one who is also staring directly at you guys. So I'm going to grab the vegetation vegetation that I picked mm-hmm. up. And can I do my nature talking? You can include it as part of your skill check, yes. You still have to make a skill check. Okay. Because so. I'm gonna, I was I was gonna offer them some food, mm-hmm. mostly towards the bigger one, but kind of offer a few others. That sounds like a great charisma check to me. Unless you can word it some other way. No. Well, I'm gonna make it more sound more like I'm a because. I protect a forest, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the animals and everything look to me to protect them also, and I help feed them a lot, or they come around, they're my friends. So I'm approaching it more as a, hey, guys, you know, here's some food type. That's still charisma. Damn. But do you have, like, a protector of the forest background or anything? Yeah, I guess, yeah, enchanted forest guardian. I figure that might be relevant. Yeah, so I'll say that's good to add that. That. It's going to be a okay. Well, that helps. A charisma check plus whatever your background is. Is it charisma plus level? Yes, charisma plus level. Okay, so two plus six. Seventeen. Seventeen. Suna starts pulling out all this uh, all this greenery and starts kind of schmoozing some of the the uh, goats down and feeding them out, feeding them, making soothing noises. You know, a couple of them start, like, coming in. But for the most part, they're still l- lasered on the rest of the group. Iacus. Um, I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to actually support her for now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to the rope. Like, it's still not holding on to the rope. But yeah, it's possessing the Possessing the rope. But I'm going to use my time as a slave... To help her care for the animals right now, so kind of be gentle with them. I know what it felt like to be a captured human, well, minotaur, but a captured beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to assist her right now in trying to put the goats' minds at ease. Okay. Um, so is that charisma as well? Um, or wisdom? Yeah, I'd or? say charisma is, okay. is appropriate. Uh, that's actually cocked. Yeah, go ahead and reroll it. Cocked. It looked like an 18, but it was uh, off, so... That'd be a 10. 10? So, probably not. 
No. Would you like to utilize your Shinara reroll? Um, That'd be a good idea. Yeah, because I'm a big intimidating bull. Um, so yes, I will utilize the Shinara reroll um, as she comes up and sees me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 15. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much what, what happens is you draw some more of these down off of the rocks and you realize that Suna took the majority of the stuff, so you hand out like a couple of things, and then more goats approach you, and as goats do, they tend to get kind of aggressive when it comes to food, and then just from over your shoulder you hear, (laughs) as a couple of these goats are like about to butt into you, little darts stick into their necks, and they just fall over. Let's see, that was Iacus Ardith. A couple of goats just fell over that were about to, to butt... Iocus, a lot of other goats notice that, and they don't look happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Artis is not very good for shit like this. I mean, she would know what you serve goat with to, to a dinner party, but <laughs> that's not useful here. Especially since they're not running at us yet. <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to kill us. Uh, I'll tell you, like, what it looks like. Uh-huh. These two probably haven't noticed it, and Shinara probably hasn't noticed it either because she's too busy covering Iokus' ass. Um, Dolphy big ass. Like, they're getting surrounded. There are a couple paying attention to them, but mm-hmm. for the most part, they are getting surrounded. Mm-hmm. They could very easily be overrun. Okay. So, let me think, let me think. Okay, I've got to let them know to watch, actually watch their asses and maybe spread the goats out. Especially since we just want the one, and not all the little guys. Mm. What could I do to get the attention of some of those, like, away from them? Not not aggressively, just like, hey, come this way, maybe. I mean, what would Ardith do if she wants to cause a distraction? <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Find a way to make it not lethal. Throw <laughs> rocks. Yeah, I guess we could throw rocks. Because <laughs> anything else is going to end up with blood. Alright, so what uh, what background do you want to utilize for that? I guess I could use rogue for hire. For throwing. Oh, no, the knife the knife work. Okay. The performance knife work because it's throwing things. Alright. Okay. Guys, don't fail me now. Uh, 19 total. Very nice. You got your back to the world. Huh? So you add your dex to that? No. Yep. So, yeah, add your dexterity plus level. Okay. So 24. Yeah. Yeah, even better. Yeah. You reach into one of your pouches and pull out, we'll say like an unfinished dagger, mm-hmm. and you flip it so that it hits one of the rocks like way over there mm-hmm. and actually starts throwing out sparks, which causes a bunch of the goats to scatter. Some of them away, some of them like back up the hills towards that big one. Mm-hmm. We'll say Galdrian, since it is your turn, you notice that big guy up on top of the hill like stand up for the first time. He's probably seven foot at the horns, if you had to guess. He does not look happy and is actually starting to charge down the hill towards you guys. Oh, fuck. I'm going to say... Iacus, ready the traps. Shinara, ready the sleep. 
So what background do you want to apply to this, if any? I would like to apply my... Uh, so this is a good charisma check. I would like to apply my wandering minstrel background, and what I'm going to try to do is provide a musical distraction. I'm going to try to make myself the biggest target I can, the okay. most obnoxious target I can for this goat, and try to lure it into, uh, into a inopportune path that will allow everyone else to get the drop on it. All right. Since it's already charging, so I think diplomacy is already out the window. So. All of a sudden, Iacus turns around and starts charging. I <laughs> think I'd like to use my uh, yeah, use my mystery mystery, mystery roll. roll. All yeah. right. Come on, dice. Oh. There we go. Uh, that is five plus. That is a twenty-five. Twenty-five. So Galdrian starts playing uh, on his on his loot to make himself a bigger target, and it doesn't really like it doesn't even seem to be distracting the goats near these guys. And then you do you play the loot with your fingers or do you have a pick? I I can do both. Okay. I can do like strumming with my fingers. I can play with a plectrum. I can even just do like fingerboard tapping. You're you're playing, you're playing, and whenever you go to, to strike this uh, this one note, your hand goes up the string, and it just just lays down the string, and it lets out an evil hiss, and it sounds uh, like this. Yeah, it sounds something like this. It is a thousand times louder than you intended for it to be, uh, and that goat, which was charging their way, is now charging your way. Yahweh. Suna. You see a couple of goats drop. You see... Now that you guys are being surrounded, and a couple of them get scared away by this uh, these sparks being thrown off of rocks. That, you know, Ardeth has, like, boomeranged a knife into a couple of rocks, and it makes these loud noises. Uh, you hear Galdrian giving some orders... And then just this horrendous screeching sound issues from his loot. And when you look up, that big uh, big goat is bearing down on you guys. Now that it's getting closer and it has picked up a lot of speed, you can see that it has these nasty, gnarly uh, horns just like jutting out of random parts of its body. Dire goat. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's not normal, right? Um, you've have I seen this? Like, you have seen critters affected by magical energies or by, like, environmental factors, and sometimes they grow like that. Usually it's in response, like it's an extreme response to an extreme stimuli. So it is your turn. And I'm in the mountain, right? Correct. Who's that? So don't think in specific terms. Think in very broad terms. So don't tell me I want to cast X spell. Think about what you would like to do. Like for instance, if you wanted to use the rocks to grab a goat and hold them in place, you could say make that a wisdom check because that's how you spell cast. Ah, so instead of the rocks holding them in place, can I get a few rock rocks to box them in? Sure. That sounds like a great wisdom check. Is there a background you would like to apply to that? Well, I can't use Enchanted Forest, and I don't think I can 
do self-taught chef. Correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know how to do rice cake. I was going to say, although I would have to to keep my my kill fenced in while I got stuff ready for the stew and everything before killing it. No, it was worth a try. <laughs> uh, nice, nice try, but no. So, roll plus wisdom plus level. Fifteen. Fifteen. Just enough. Yeah. Pretty much what happens. Suna uh, is looking around at this whole situation, holds her hands up, and rock walls just appear. So, like, chest-high walls for everyone else, but head-high walls for her. And then just push goats away, and then angle in so that it's a funnel towards Galdrian and Iacus. The unfortunate thing is Suna is still... Suna and Iacus are still out there in the middle of this funnel. But you're no longer surrounded by goats. And the big one is running towards you. Yeah, the the big one is running towards y'all and is, we'll say, about to slam into Iacus on his way to Galdrian. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the rope and try and lasso it over its head and jump on its back. Okay. Sounds like a a good dexterity check. And uh, I can use my nomad uh, background because I'm assuming wild camels, wild Mm -hmm. animals, uh, none of them have... Uh, any type of uh, bridal halter, so I would have had to do this yep. before in the desert. Uh, let's see. That's not going to work. Nine. Nine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and you guys are out of re-rolls. Yep. Yep. So here's what happens. Iacus, go ahead and lose a recovery. Okay. As you throw a lasso around this thing's neck, pull it taut and hop onto its back and land just on a nest of like spikes of course but its hair is actually sharp huh. and it I just I did not think this went through yeah, it just <laughs> it, it does that that like angry bull thing where it spins in a circle and just starts kicking wildly okay uh, we'll say it, it narrowly misses Suna a couple of times Ardith you you see Uncle Moo jump onto Onto this angry goat and start screaming about how it's uh, he did not foresee this and he regrets every decision he's ever made. Uh-huh. <laughs> bull is bull riding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a very very bad plan. Uh-oh. Can she see over the? Rock it can't be yes. worse than mine. <laughs> you want to bet? Okay, so uh, the the one level one spell I have on hand for. Uh, Arcane Trickster mm-hmm. is, sh- is Shocking Grasp right now. Okay. Because that's the only one I've written down so far. Sure. It's a close quarters engaged creature spell. Okay. I'd like to use it to stun the goat. Sounds like a great intelligence check to <laughs> get in there in a way that, that you don't get uh, beaten to death. Yeah, and I'd like to put Problematic Rogue for Hire in there too because yeah. probably they play games of, you know... T- Sneak up behind someone and touching them. Yep. Okay. Please, guys. Okay, one. Plus three. Plus three. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. You don't have to spend the spell slot. Okay. This, uh, this thing is basically like madly spinning in circles in one way. And seems to be trying to jerk Iacus like down onto its, its horns. Uh, and then it stops suddenly, spins rapidly the other way, starts running circles, and then 
there's just a moment where Ardith pops up when it's about to spin circles and just lays hands on both sides of its head and gives it this uh, this shock that stops it in its tracks for a second and its eyes roll back up in its head. Uh, you think it's going to go down, but then it its eyes just like narrow back and now focus on you. Fuck. It, it tries to jump at you. <laughs> this is the one I'm protecting! <laughs> yeah, between... between uh, you know, Iokis like jerking its head around, and the fact that you just stunned it, it basically takes some staggered steps towards you, but looks like it's going to start building up steam. I mean, if you'd want me, I could teleport. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. All right, Galdrian. All right, this thing is is about to bear down on Ardith. I see it almost go down uh, in that instant, and I I'd like to use my uh, medical uh, background uh, to try to uh, instruct. Shinara on where to hit it with some sleep darts that might uh, actually finish the job and knock it out. She uh, she says it's going to take a minute to prep some more. Right then, so get it down and I'll I'll put it to sleep. Right. In that case, I will use my mercenary background and try to climb aboard alongside Iacus and help him. Help, pull it. help him bear it down. Yeah. It's rough right. up here. It hurts. Because I imagine uh, Galdrian, as a wandering adventurer, uh, probably had to climb on top of a few large things. I thought you said he was a good bard. <laughs> <laughs> and had things climb yeah. on top of him. <laughs> exactly. So, he's dex plus mercenary. And he had to climb yeah, I'd say dex. Gotcha. That is a 23. 23, very nice. And he's good at it, too. <laughs> yep, so Iocus Galdrian hops up there with you and just kind of like deftly balances on the back of this thing and just starts, grabs the rope behind you and starts helping you whichever way you're steering it. You steer, the, between the two of you, you, it starts charging again. You steer it away from Ardith and we'll say it actually busts through one of these, one of these little walls that Suna has erected. And a bunch of smaller, but just as angry goats start breaking through and stampeding. Uh, it is now Suna's turn. We're trying. Come on. Uh, Don't you have anyone's uh, master skills for this? Um. So now Forest Guardian is available to you again. Yeah, but now they're mad and attacking us. I don't know how that's going to help. I mean, you can kill little goats. <laughs> yeah, maybe you maybe you know a way to to scare off the little goats. Or we just want big boy. <laughs> Volcano! <laughs> oh god! So, <laughs> okay, I I know this. I would assume, but I really don't in real life. So, <laughs> do goats just mate when the female is in heat? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay. So not because they feel the need or anything, right? No. It's just when they come across... Yeah. For the most part. Although goats will... Goats will fuck anything. Yeah. At any time. I We had female goats fucking other female goats because they just wanted to fuck each other. Like, that happens too. But for the most part. Yeah. As it's far usually as, somebody's in heat. Yeah, somebody's in heat. So can I tell if any of the other goats are in heat? To what end? <laughs> <laughs> Need a good time call (laughs) sassy over here. (laughs) Put it 
towards the bigger goat's path, and maybe he might get distracted that a goat is in the heat there. And and sure. I mean, would that, that sounds like a good wisdom roll. <laughs> we zoom with Forest Guardian. I was gonna say, would Forest Guardian work with that? Yeah. I'm gonna try to distract him with a. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen does not make it. He is not interested nope. in that. <laughs> I mean, Jody Tang. Pissed <laughs> off. Let me double check. Yeah, does not make it. Soon as you identify one that's clearly in heat. And try to hurt it in front, and the thing is, this ram is so angry right now that it just like kicks it and utterly destroys <laughs> that that goat. Destroys that strange. Yeah. Iocus and uh, Galdrian are covered with a fine smattering of <laughs> of misty, mystified goat. Mm. Just what we needed. But it is it is Iocus's turn. Well, no one's gotten All right. their well, stomach yet. In my time as a spike jack, I'm sure I had to do money collections and whatnot, so mm-hmm. I'm familiar with blackjack usage. So I'm going to hold the rope in one hand and grab my bow staff on the other mm-hmm. and use it as a impromptu blackjack and smack the thing in the back of the head trying to knock it out. Sounds like a great strength check. Yeah. Oh. I heard a 20. 27. Oh, whoa. Damn. Bam! <laughs> yeah, so Iocus passes the, the makeshift reins to Galdrian, un- unsheaths his bow, and then just brings it, like, both hands down <laughs> right in between this thing's horns, and it goes down to its its knees uh, and stops its charge, which tells you a lot both about its fortitude and how hard Iocus just <laughs> whacked it. Ardith. Okay. Uh, Suna, Suna, uh, Shinara looks at you mm-hmm. and says, "I got to get close to it." Okay. You either need to clear me your way or find me somehow to get up there. Okay, let's see what we got here. Massive goat murder. <laughs> <laughs> Massive goat murder. <laughs> Stairs of dead body goats <laughs> over the wall. <laughs> what, 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 what. Acrobatics. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Do a cheerleading maneuver. And then she jumps on your shoulders and you toss her over the wall, you know. <laughs> that captain's <laughs> poorly. Crack right in the wall. <laughs> Does Shinar have the highborn teleport too? Uh, yep. Okay. So if I gave her a clear line of sight, would she be able to get over there to them? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to do the cheerleading move. <laughs> we'll just have to get her... Basically, past the the stampeding goats. Mm-hmm. How, how far do you think I could probably toss her? Um, what's your strength? Give it. <laughs> uh, you might be better <laughs> off just like taking out the goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you're, okay. you're probably not gonna fling her very far. Okay, then she's, we'll get... she's a fair bit heavier than you. Yeah, she is. Okay, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna... Mufasa it into the freaking goat. Get up, Shania. Get up. <laughs> you have to assholes. <laughs> okay, I guess we're going to start chucking knives at goats. Okay. And trying to clear the way. You know, the one thing that artists good at. Alright, performance knife? Yeah, the knife work. And I guess Dex? Yeah, okay. Dex, sorry. Womp. What <laughs> row? Uh-huh. Is that a is that a reroll? Would you? We would, don't have any rerolls. Yes, would, would you like to utilize your mystery reroll? Oh, I, I hope we had one between us. No. 
Yes, I would. Because I'm, I'm sorry, was... you, you each had one. Okay. If, if that was misunderstood. Thought we were sharing it. Okay. Much better. That was an 18 on the die. Plus 8. Okay. 26. 26. Ardith and Shannara go running. Ardith starts just tossing knives at goats. Reaches down to, to grab a knife. Realizes that she is out. Goes to grab Shannara and you both teleport mm-hmm. right into the path of this gigantic goat that's about to bring its its feet down on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just you get that that second of uh, like disorientation you always have when you teleport without without you even doing it you're now just on the other side of that goat and there is a small stinking cloud of sulfur around you you look over your shoulder and Iokis just takes his staff and whacks this thing in the head as is appropriate you are one success away from succeeding and one failure away from failing. And it all falls on Galdrian. Oh, no, no. Why you gotta do this to me? Alright, Galdrian is going to try to use uh, Wandering Minstrel to... Uh, I was thinking this thing looks like it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> or using, using some magically enchanted music yeah. to try to... 17. 17. Alright. So, what uh, what happens is Galdrian starts playing some kind of music, realizes that it's not working on this thing, and then just uh, what's that name? The name of the spell that you have power chord? Yeah, yeah, just boong, and just uses the force of his music to force its head into the thing. dirt. Shannara is utterly confused by the fact that you both teleported without warning, spins around, and then just jabs this thing with about 30 needles. No, it's just one needle. <laughs> she, it's uh, a big needle. Yeah, it's a big needle, though. It does that thing where it, like, falls over and then still keeps digging its back legs into the dirt. It's just dragging its head in the grass and the, the tundra. And then, after a second, its breathing goes still, and you can uh, you can see it breathing, but it is no longer fighting. All right. I guess we'll start trying to lever it onto the cart. Uh, I want to truss it up first. Yeah, so after this thing goes down, like basically yeah, all the all the goats in the surrounding area just stop paying attention to you and wander off. It was the alpha. Demon goat. <laughs> I mean. You take some time. You, you basically have to take the wheels off of the cart to get it to ground level to drag this thing on there. It probably weighs a thousand pounds. Uh you you know prop the wheels back on it one at a time, and you have it trussed to the to the cart. Uh, you guys get back into town. You know, it's been maybe two two and a half hours. Some of you are covered in mud. Some of you are covered in blood. Uh, My ass hurts. <laughs> uh, Shannara and Ardith, you both like no matter what you're doing, even when there's a strong wind, you both still smell sulfur. And Galdrian probably does for that matter as well. Mm-hmm. As you get back into into town and head towards Charles, he sees you, like, sees the goat, 
It's like, oh, this is was wonder, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, I did. I didn't think you would actually be able to do it this way, this way. And he's That's hurtful. <laughs> uh, well, no offense, but my my apprentices are trained for this particular sort of thing, and well, one of them is not going to be able to walk again. This this is a great boon. Uh, you've been very helpful. Just remember, this monster is now his problem. He uh, he has you walks you to the north side of town where there is a large corral that has goats in it. He goes, we've had this specifically enchanted for this kind of thing. So I think we can hold on to him. We'll just drop him in there. He, he I've killed. dealt with goats. <laughs> it's not gonna keep it. He, That's he a whole bunch of the, not our problem. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. He Indeed. killed the last goat that was in heat. I mean, listen, just look at him. They're probably not going to survive birth anyway. We just need to selectively breed out some of these traits. It's it's all very complicated. We'll we'll figure it out as we go. Soon it's a whole lot of not our problem. Actually, uh We need a female dire goat now. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you did so well. Well no. If you want to follow me back to my office we'll we'll get a, get the uh, accounting taken care of. Yes, uh, right. The accounting and uh, I believe there is a mention of some bacon. Oh yes, yes. Certainly, certainly. And when you get back to his office like there was a pile of books on his desk that was there when you were there previously, and he just takes the one off the top and he's like, here you go. That should do it. That's simple, huh? Hold on. And he calls out to one of his assistants who brings him just a wax paper thing of bacon. Says, I think that uh, that about squares us up. Right, right. Uh. Oh, if you want my professional opinion, I would check here. And he points, so he opens the notebook, and there's a hand-drawn map on the inside. And there's a bunch of notes of, like, game sighting and, um, like, forage sighting. So he's written down where he's seen certain mushrooms and flowers and things like that. But on the map, there's actually a couple of little dots where caves are. And he points to one and says, there's an old copper mine there that might be what you're looking for. It's big enough to house some people, maybe 20 or 30, I would think. It was one of the first things that the dwarves did when they got here uh, before going to the south. I've, I've listed a couple of other places, but that's probably your best bet. Right. Uh, thank you. This has uh, been quite fruitful. Oh, it's not yet, but it will be. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. yes. All right. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Just uh, come back and see me if you need anything else. I'm sure I can make things happen. If you don't mind, I've got a couple of things to attend to now. Uh, Enjoy that. And he points at the package of bacon. Is it cooked or not? Not. Suna, uh, I think you can do wonders with this. I hand her the bacon. Did we really do all this for bacon? I like bacon. And information. Shannara says, well, you said it was time that Galdrian brought home the bacon. (laughs) And that he did. Yes. If you open it up, it's like straight up salt pork, so it's shelf stable. Although technically your Uncle Moo did. I think we all did. I think it was a great team effort. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go team. Yay. We, We do work quite well as a team. You are an invaluable member of our uh, of our group, even if uh, you are officially here to to uh, take custody of us. 
I mean, really him as well, just because he violated a contract. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. So that's where we'll leave off on this episode, which is these guys getting a, uh, a journal and a map. And bacon. And bacon. Most importantly, bacon. Plus one bacon. Yes, you have, <laughs> you have equipped plus Any, one bacon. Anytime we want it. Uh, True. You may, you, you may cast enlarge on your heart for free at any time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put this butcher out of business with all the bacon we're going <laughs> to... We had a witness. Uh, we didn't really go over it last time, but this time, since it's the end of the session, the end of the episode, you guys are going to get an incremental advance. So last time, if you don't mind me just asking what you guys took, I know Iacus was hit points, mm-hmm. Suna was a feat, a feat. Galdrian. Power slash spell. Okay. Hit points. And hit points for Arden. So what are you guys taking this time? I'm probably going to take a feat uh, for a form that I don't currently have, mm-hmm. um, but I can switch out at any time. Correct. It's the uh, the Venomous Monk, mm-hmm. and the uh, feat lets me save uh, on, or resist poison 16 plus, I think. Is that, is, how does that work? Resist poison 60... Oh, okay. So what that gives you is when someone attacks you with an attack that does poison damage, mm-hmm. their natural roll has to be higher than your resist rating, mm-hmm. or you only take half damage from it. Alright. So I think I will take that. Because the snake cultists really fucked me up, and I have a feeling we may see them again. Fair enough. You know what Galdrian's going to take, Steve? Yeah, take them hit points. Take them hit points. How much does that go up by? Let's see. It's, I think it's 1d8. Or it's 8. Or I'll it'll, look it up. Uh, I don't have that information on I'll here. look it up on the bard sheet. Okay. Luckily, this is all available online for free. Now, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if I switch out of that form, do I still get the benefit of that feat? I would have to read it. Okay. I, I don't know specifically what it says. Okay. But usually, it's only... Like, feats for specific abilities are only for those abilities. So, does that mean that when it, I only get it whenever I'm using that uh, that form? Yes. I, like I said, I'd have to read it, because it might just be sort of a blanket resistance, which if that's the case, then no. But I don't know specifically what it says. I'm pulling it up now. Okay. So. Uh, Stephanie, do you know what Ardith is going to take? I'm taking a feat. It's called Stay Sharp. Uh, pretty much, if I have momentum and I'm hit by an attack that has a save ends condition, mm-hmm. I can immediately roll against roll that save. Nice. Yeah. No, it's just all right. Let's take a look fourteen at this. plus. So, poisonous lesson. Mm-hmm. Yep, you gain resistance fourteen plus. Yep. So that's just a blanket resistance. If okay. they hit you with less than a fourteen, you take half to. Uh, Yes, you take half damage. So it probably won't do much because fourteen is fairly low. Um, I mean, think about how hard you had, yeah, how hard but, of a time you had rolling eleven. Yeah, so. I was gonna say, but at the end of the day, that really fucked me up. So, mm-hmm. and it also means that if I fell on a poison roll, that also applies to me as well, because whenever so, you miss with the venomous uh, punches, mm-hmm. you do damage to, to yourself, yourself. Mm-hmm. for for venom. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, the only thing that doesn't affect is ongoing damage. Like, you don't have ongoing damage, you just take it. So. Okay, I'm sorry, this thing isn't a feat, it's a real power. Well, I can't read. I may change that as I look it's at a options. rogue's power? Yeah. Okay. So I can't read. Um, it has to specifically... No, no, you can take the power. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, we can't, you can't take a feat for power you don't have. Nope, it's just a brand new power. Yep. So, would I be considered as having all forms because I had Tattoo Mon that let me switch it out? Or... You only get the... So, if it's a, speci- a form-specific benefit, you only get that benefit while you have that form on. No, it's a... It's a to be able to take the feet, you have to have the form. Correct. So, in your case, since you can swap them out yeah. at will, yes. Then yes. Okay. I may change that as I look, but that's fine. I, I that's why I'm leaning. If you had to say right this second. Okay. Well, uh, does anybody have anything? Any comments, questions, concerns? Shit talking. Fuck no? that poison ongoing damage. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 Gory shit. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's all I've got for this episode. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next time.